You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, thank you very much for tuning into the podcast today. I am so glad that you're here. It's Holy Week. This is Thursday. And so if we remember the life of Jesus in this last week, this was the night that he gathered for Passover. This would be his last supper on earth. And as he broke the bread and passed the cup, Jesus knew that that breaking of the bread, that passing of the cup, it represented a brand new covenant that he would begin starting tomorrow and Good Friday, when his body was broken for us and his blood poured out so that you and I could be cleansed. This Sunday, on the first of the week, as we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus, I want to encourage you to tune in and share with everybody you know so that we can see that the message of Easter and the resurrection, the victory of Jesus, is declared to every household on planet Earth in a way that it's never been in human history. Let's let the gospel of Jesus Christ reverberate from every housetop. We're going to be reading in John's gospel on Sunday, so I want to read from John's gospel today for our podcast. Today I'll be in John chapter 13 because when John remembers the Last Supper, the communion meal, the Passover with Jesus and the disciples, he doesn't spend a lot of time talking about the broken bread and the cup that's passed. Luke does a great job of that. Matthew, Mark, they tell us about that. John remembers a moment when Jesus began to wash their feet. And I want us to think about this moment through the eyes of Peter because I think this could change the way we approach today, tomorrow, and Resurrection Sunday. John chapter 13. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the evening meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I'm doing, but later you will understand. And by later, I'm pretty sure that Jesus meant after Peter watched the crucifixion, after Peter witnessed the resurrection, he would understand that the washing of the sole of his foot was just symbolism for what would happen the next day when Jesus cleansed Peter's soul with his death on the cross, a sacrifice for us. No, said Peter, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my my head as well. And Jesus answered, those who've had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him and that's why he was said not everyone was clean. Let's think about Peter for a moment. Jesus is washing his feet, and Peter cannot stand the thought of Jesus Christ, his Messiah, our King, the one that we exalt above every other name, is now dressed like a servant, acting like a servant, humbled on his knees, humiliated in front of the group to wash Peter's feet. Peter can't stand it. 
But how much harder would tomorrow be? When Christ was stripped and beaten and humiliated and broken on a cross to cleanse our souls. Peter had no idea that what's happening in that upper room, this particular way of Jesus showing love to his disciples, it was a foreshadowing, a prophetic moment that anticipated what would happen the next day when Christ was really humiliated and broken for us. I understand why it would be hard for Peter to think that Jesus would have to humble himself this way to wash Peter's feet. But what Peter was told by Jesus is important for us too. Peter was told by Jesus that if if I don't wash you, you have no place with me. Here's the truth. None of us like the idea of Jesus having to be broken and humbled for us. Nobody likes the idea of the Lord of creation having to be stripped and beaten and become a sacrifice for us. Nobody likes that Jesus' body was broken for us so that we could be forgiven of our sins. It's actually sort of painful to my pride for me to think that my sins required Jesus Christ to suffer. Probably was hard for Peter to think about his dirty feet requiring Jesus to humble himself and wash them. But the fact of the matter is, no matter how we feel about it, it's true. If Jesus weren't willing to wash us, to cleanse us, we'd have no part with him. No matter what our pride thinks about it, none of us are righteous. None of us are clean. None of us can cleanse ourselves. We desperately needed Jesus to die for us and for him to be willing to love us to the end. To become a servant, broken on a cross, is what it took. And so as we prepare to celebrate the resurrection... And as we celebrate Good Friday in just tomorrow, I want our hearts to be ready to thank Jesus for what he did. And don't waste it. Jesus told Peter and the other disciples, now that he's done this, he set an example for them. This is how they're supposed to love each other. If, If the teacher can become the humble servant, how much more should we take this kind of expression of servant leadership and deep love and pass it on so that the body of Christ could be known for reflecting the love of our Savior? On the next day, he'd be broken on a cross, and the crucifixion became the pattern for Christian living. Die to yourself. Die to your pride. Die to your sins. Love God and love your neighbor. Pour yourself out for them. Church family, I want to ask you, have you allowed Jesus Christ to cleanse you, to wash you? The second question I have for you is, right now, are you living out that lesson? Now that you've been cleansed by Jesus, now that he's served you, are you serving others? Are you loving your neighbor? It's a great time for us to remember that this Easter. So on Good Friday, we'll gather at 7 o'clock on a live stream for a church-wide communion. And if you're a believer, I ask you to participate with us. Grab some juice, get some bread, and join us at 7 o'clock Friday evening as we honor Jesus Christ together. I can't wait to see you on Sunday morning as we celebrate the resurrection. We are Easter people. Thanks for gathering for the podcast.